0: listening to Unleash the Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Sheffer, digital marketing strategist, business mentor to entrepreneurs, fitness lover, and total taco addict. In this podcast, I'm bringing you weekly episodes designed to help you unleash your success in life, business, and in well-being. You'll hear inspiring interviews of industry experts, learn fresh business strategies and marketing tips, and get high-level success advice so you can kill it in your business. If you're looking to become your own CEO and spread your message like wildfire, you're in the right place. Let's Unleash, shall we? Welcome to episode 22 of Unleash the Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm here today with video branding expert, Jasmine Graza. I'm so excited for you guys to meet her. And to hear her video brilliance, if you're ready to stop hiding and become a visible beacon of light online, then Jasmine can help you. She helps her clients and students make high vibe videos that mean business and helps them impact lives through their video content. Um, You can work with her through her one-on-one coaching programs and her various courses. I'm so excited to have you today, Jasmine. How are you? I'm so good, Erica. Thanks so much for having me. Yay. Yay. You're welcome. So before we get into the nitty-gritty and talk about all things video today, I want to hear from you. What are you into right now? What are you most excited about right now? Yeah. Oh my
1: God. One thing that I'm so stoked about is just new inspiring experiences. I'm the kind of person who, you know, I love traveling. I love finding new festivals and also in the business world, really seeing like how, you know, creative entrepreneurs are taking structures that, you know, we've seen in in business or like been consuming as as customers for years and really changing it into something new. Um, Co-working and the online space are two things that like I've been a part of for the last couple of years. And one thing that's really inspired me lately is this idea of taking the co-working experience online Mm
0: -hmm. and...
1: Yeah, I was like, I I found this co working ex- experience here in LA called WeQuilt, and it's like this this network of women. It's like the Airbnb of co working. So it's women they rent out their their spaces and their homes for other women to come in and work together. It's a really powerful co working experience that I've I've really never seen before, and so that is really something that I'm stoked on and I actually am so excited for this program, this experience I'm launching because I've really taken what I've been inspired by there and I'm bringing it online um, because, you know, group programs to me was something that I really felt like hey. I wasn't, wasn't inspired with then. Um, and, but I knew that I wanted to work with more women and, and more people. So I'm really taking this idea of, of working what's worked for me in this collaborate collaborative space like in real life and I'm taking it into my group program so that's something that I'm just like on fire
0: with right now I love it. That's so exciting. I actually have been super interested in looking up like local industry, like co-working spaces here. Uh, Like there's like different experiences for entrepreneurs. I think sometimes like when you're an entrepreneur, it's hard to get out of the house and like actually go and experience those things. Um, But we, you know, we're all connected so well online all the time, but actually taking that concept and bringing it online, like that's brilliant. I can't wait to see how you execute it. I'm sure it's going to be good. Yes. I'm so, so excited. Yeah. Awesome. Video is a hot topic right now. Like, let's be real. Everyone's talking about video. Everyone knows that video is, you know, everything. Like, if you don't create video content, you're going to become irrelevant. You know, I see it all over the internet and the statistics Mm -hmm. of, you know, I think it's something like in 2018, video will be the number one, like, consumed content over written content, you know, as opposed to like written and even like visual, like images. You know, it's like all about video. So, talk to me how you're like really changing the game for your, your clients. I mean, they're coming to you probably freaking out, needing, knowing that they need to be on video, but they're not yet. So that's where you come in. So talk to me about how you help your people.
1: Yeah. You know, women, they come to me and they more, most, more often than not, you know, have been doing what they've been doing. They're an expert in what they've been doing for years. And Sometimes they have a business. Sometimes it's something that they're launching, but they, they are passionate about their craft. (laughs) They're so damn good at what they do. And they know that they just want to like reach more people. And they know that video is the most powerful way to do it because they consume video themselves. You know, yeah, Yeah, the statistics are there, but really when it comes down to it, they are self-aware of the way that they are consuming things online. And Mm -hmm. And so they come to me and it's, it's really interesting because, you know, your clients are always a reflection of yourself at one point. And they, one thing that I really struggled with when I went to start doing video is this, this idea of being seen and this, this, this fear of being seen and this fear of, mm. of also being in a space that, you know, that I've in the past really connected with just a lot of noise, like very unconscious, just a lot of stuff Um, Mm -hmm. like now that I see as, as just darkness in which like I'm really being called to be the light in Mm -hmm. and you know, my, these women, they come to me and they know that they're being called to be this light, to be this beacon of truth in, in a place that, that there's a lot of noise and a lot of darkness, but they don't know how to do that. So what I yeah. do really is I facilitate this, this soul offering is what I call it, but it's, it's really how you show up online in your, in your truest power so that you can heal, so that you can really share what it is that you do and, and heal the world. You know, like I, I feel like today that phrase, heal the world, is not only so relevant to everyone, but it's also something that is a, a deep responsibility and something that I feel a lot of us know is a
0: responsibility. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. It's, it's like, okay, <clears throat> excuse me. It's like, you're starting a business, mm-hmm. you're starting a brand, like, are you going to play big or not?
1: Right. Yes. You know, like,
0: Absolutely. know, like, all right, like, let's not, let's not mess around here, you know? And I feel like this, this, I mean, and I'm going to, I'm going to uh, list off some statistics for those of you listening who you like are a stat nerd and you like, that's how your brain works. I'm going to say that in a sec, but I actually grabbed them from your website, Jasmine. So, But like, you know, when it comes down to it, it's like, are you hiding or not? Like, are you Mm going to come out or not? Are you going to be like legit who you know that you're being called to be? And I think that it's scary for sure. It's scary. But, you know, when the purpose is bigger, when your desire to have impact is bigger, then you can get over it. And I say that to my clients all the time or just even – You know, friends of mine who are scared to get on video, I'm like, dude, it's not about you. Mm -hmm. You it's really not about you. It's about people you're meant to serve and the people that you're meant to help. And nobody's going to be benefited if you're hiding. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. And then the second element really is like, yeah, it starts with the truth. It starts with like really having that strong why. And, and the, the, for me, it really is as a light, it's, it's this responsibility and this knowingness that, Yeah you must play big right now. Um, and, it is a, it is a calling. It's a soul calling. But then the the second part is like, really like, how can we make this fun right now? Because if Mm -hmm. we know that we're going to do it, then let's make the whole journey inspiring. Let's get other people involved. let's, let's really make it a craft so that it's not something that you're just going in and out of, you know?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It's so good. I think that's like consistency. You know, I think mm-hmm. that translates to consistency around, you know, having that strong brand mm-hmm. around around your video. Like you're not just gonna be doing one YouTube video here, one video there, and then right. hearing, you know, going ghost on your audience. It's important for to have that consistency because that's ultimately translates to you being someone who has influence, you being someone who has a powerful presence that it's gonna be paid attention to. And that's where we can do our greatest work is when we actually have eyes on us. You know? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: for those listening, I just wanted to list out some of these stats. And this is from Jasmine's website. So you can go over to her, her website. We'll have the link in our show notes. Um, you can check her out. But um, it says 64% of consumers are more likely to buy a product after watching a video about it that's one of the, the stats. The second is 70% of millennial YouTube subscribers say that they relate to YouTubers more than they do traditional celebrities. Totally the truth. Yeah. And then 90% of consumers trust peer recommended recommendations over ads. And so like, you know, having a video that gets shared, goes viral, like that's where that comes into play. So I want to talk about some of this stuff. Like, you know, if you're going to have a client or someone comes to you and they're like, okay, they know these stats. Okay. Obviously they're going to, face the facts that they need to get on video, where do you start them? Because it's a lot, you know, there's YouTube, there's Facebook live, there's Instagram stories, kind of like the behind the scenes stuff. You know, now there's Facebook stories. Um, you know, I remember when Periscope came out, I don't think anyone's really using that anymore, but like where will mm-hmm. start, where should they start? Where's the most powerful place for them to start once they figured out their brand, once they start figuring out what they want to talk about, where should they start creating that actual content?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, actually, I want to share really quickly, like um, mm-hmm. another stat that's really inspiring, and it actually really leads to the answer to this question. It's I don't know the exact stat, but it's around seventy percent of people actually trust micro influencers on social media, like over celebrities and even other influencers. And when I say micro influencers, I really mean like less than a hundred thousand. Really more to me, in my mind, less than Mm 50,000. So that is a really powerful statistic that continues to drive me right now in everything that I'm doing online. So to answer your question of, you know, where to start, it really is starting with the brand. And that's the reason why I don't just call myself a video expert. I really, I really am passionate about the brand because you could create videos all day and you could actually, you know, be just creating content all day long. But if you're not focusing on the brand. If you're not building that brand, like you're not building influence, you're not building a tribe. And so where to start is I teach brand first. So Mm. the second thing I teach is whatever platform that you are most natural and most comfortable on when it comes to video, that's where you need to start first. Because Mm. if you're not confident in, in what it is that you're doing online and if it feels like a chore then you're not going to build off or that you're not going to continue and again that consistency isn't going to happen. So it's wherever you feel most comfortable first. So if you're doing Instagram, if you find yourself doing Instagram stories because you know they disappear in 24 hours and you you just feel more natural that that is more important to me to be doing video than to to just build your YouTube channel. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mhm. totally so that being said everyone has a everyone is creating like if you have a business right now you have created some sort of video i think that's one of the biggest realizations that i bring to the people i work with right away is like look you are fully capable and my 85 year old grandpa just texted me yesterday asking me how to convert his website to google so You just need the willingness to be able to do it. Like, this is the reality. The resources are there. It all starts with you. So what are you most comfortable with? And, like, let's do it.
0: Love that. It's so empowering because it's not like, here's all the 57 rules that you need to follow to get started. Mm -hmm. It's let's just get started. Like, cut the drama. Let's just get started. And it's okay if it starts where you feel most comfortable and most confident.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah. And the reason why I share that is because, you know, that was what kept me for years. Like I've been working in social media and growing YouTube strategies for like large corporate brands like Beachbody and Tony and Guy. And I did freelance for Sephora. And, you know, like my personal brand, when it came to growing my personal brand, I kept saying that I wasn't good enough, that, um, you know, the skills that I had were for other people, you know, we all make these excuses for ourselves. And it was like, I was the last person who said, who like had the right to say that, you know, I couldn't do this. Um, Mm -hmm. but it kept me and this, this fear and this comparisitis really kept me from creating video in general for, for, Five years, really. Like it. Like I stumble wow. over that because it is so insane to me how long I've been doing video, and I only just started my channel two years ago. I've been doing video for almost
0: a decade now for other brands. Does that make sense? Yes. No, yeah. that's crazy. And I mean, I even came out into my audience and told them that I had been wanting to do a YouTube channel for years, and my mom even had told me like when I first started, she's like, "Erica, you need to do a YouTube channel. You, need to, you do, you do a YouTube channel." And I resisted it hardcore. Mm. And then I finally identified the reason I was resisting so much was because I was afraid. I was afraid of, you know, notorious trolls that live on the YouTube platform. I was Mm. afraid of being seen in that way. I was afraid of, you know, oh, it was just that next level of vulnerability and visibility that I wasn't sure that I was prepared for. But now I look back, I'm like, are you kidding? This is so silly. So Mm. silly. Mm. I just had to do it. And it's fun. It's fun. It's not that big of a deal.
1: Yeah. You know, YouTube, like one thing, like one thing that kept me in addition to comparasitis was I was like, oh my God, it's going to be so much work. Like, cause I've been do- doing it as my full-time job. And like, how is it even possible for one person to do it, you know, like, and not get paid like in the beginning, because that's just the reality of things. You know, it's like, anytime you're growing something, you you're in that investment phase. And so that's the other reason why I really spent so much time finding what it is that I truly love. And and that's the reason why I share with my clients like the most important thing is to to let it fuel you. And and it is possible, I promise you, because for
0: years I didn't think it was possible. <laughs> yeah, no, true. True statement. So what do you what do you find is the biggest block? I mean, and now we're kind of going back to mindset, you know, we just talked about branding, we're talking about video, stats and platforms, but yeah. All that's really great until you really actually do it. So mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, do you think that there's a common thread that you're seeing with your clients or the people who come to you around their fear? Or is it like the tech piece that's keeping them stuck? Is it just really the confidence? What do you see a lot of? Yeah,
1: I mean it all comes down to fear in different forms. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's just like anything you want to achieve or or any desire you do have you when you detach from the form of like how it's going to happen, it happens faster. And so when you detach from like, how am I going to make videos every week? How am I going to reach the people that I'm meant to reach? How, like when you detach from that, even though it is, it's a muscle that you need to build. We've all done it before. We've all detached from the how to achieve something larger than what we first perceived as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just bringing it into, into a different space. And that space is, is video. And the beautiful thing about it, oh, I love this so much is, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that video is such a powerful channel to gain self-awareness. And mm-hmm. because you, True. you're seeing yourself and It's like the biggest gift because this block that you perceive that you're perceiving in the beginning of like why you can or can't do something is is dissolved when you just allow yourself to see yourself. And and that's what video allows you to do. You know, you've you've film yourself, you watch it back. (laughs) Um, Yeah, awkward. (laughs) And that was one thing that you know, it was really huge for me. It's like I would make all these videos, I would not watch them back. I mean maybe watch them once <laughs> and then I'm like, no, I don't want to watch them anymore. But now I watch I I'm builded into my calendar of of things to do to, to go back and watch with kindness and with love and really take notes on, you know, how I'm evolving, first of all, you know, because if you're not looking at the things that you do like, then you can't move forward and progress to create even better videos, to share even more of your soul, to share even more of how you can really truly help people online. So video is really what sparked one of my deepest awakenings. And it was the reason why I shared is because again, I had so much resistance to it, but it's also, it was also the biggest gift for me. And, and I know now that I had to experience all of that to. To deeply serve a very specific woman, um, mm-hmm. and that woman is me, um, and oh. and it inspires it inspires me every every time I get on a call with one of my clients, or or I work with people online, or or someone comments on my Facebook live. Like I just totally see myself in them, and because of that, I'm really able to give that um, not only one on one attention, but just really that empathy that that's mm-hmm. so important to to shift out of of that fear.
0: Audible is doing something really cool for you, the listener of Unleash the Entrepreneur podcast. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I'm obsessed with Audible right now, and a few books that I'm actually listening to are Originals by Adam Grant, Sell or Be Sold by Grant Cardone, and Winning the Story Wars by Jonah Sachs. All of these books are books that I tell my clients to listen to as well, so you should definitely get on it. You can go and download your free audiobook when you go to audibletrial.com forward slash Unleash the Entrepreneur. Again, go to audibletrial.com forward slash Unleash the Entrepreneur. You can get your free 30-day trial and listen to an audiobook right now. Mm -hmm. Totally. So what do we... Now that we've kind of talked about the fear, we talked about the branding, you know, when people are getting started on video, what are some things that they can expect? Cause I think that when we paint the picture of what is possible mm-hmm. when they do get on video and when they create that video brand, you know, for me, I know that when I started getting on video, it skyrocketed in skyrocketed in my sales a thousand mm-hmm. percent. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a total game changer for my sales, for how I launched programs. I remember when Facebook live came out, it was actually right before I had, um, a big group program launch and I utilized it like crazy. And it was my first launch where we did like over a hundred thousand dollars within like a week. And that was awesome. a huge breakthrough. We were like, oh my gosh, what else is possible? And that was because of video, because let's be honest, you know, we all have the email marketing you know, there's, we're always taught about email marketing and there's webinars and there's all these different um, email marketing strategies and marketing strategies in general that can lead to sales, lead to growth in a business. So can we talk about like the tangibles? Like what have you seen with your clients? You know, did you have any examples of people that you've worked with um, or even just people at your colleagues in your industry? Like what kind of tangible results can people expect when they start implementing video as part of their strategy?
1: Yeah. So when it comes to tangibles, the cool thing is that it's so apparent and it's public like video, you know, it's public so everyone can see it. So one of the most powerful ways that I've helped my clients is this this conversion factor on their website through Mm -hmm. produced video. So one of my clients, Amelia Travis of Stoked Yogi, she said that 80% of the people who signed up for her teacher training, she's a yoga, stand-up paddle yoga instructor, um, signed up for her teacher trainings and her retreats said that they decided to join because of a video on her website. And that to me is is jaw-dropping because at first I was like, oh, well, it's retreats, they are experiences, but it really – it really shows like who she is. It's not so much like all of this like epic footage. It really just shows who she is. And that is really what empowers her clients to know, like, and trust her. So when it comes to my own experience with these beautiful things that you can expect when you do video, it's like video is the most direct way to sell your product. Totally, it, It's the most effective effective resourceful and creative way to express yourself online which is really all we want as entrepreneurs online right is like we want to we want the most efficient way because let's be honest there's tons of technology out there like platforms or whatever and like the video landscape itself can be be very overwhelming but when you look at video for what it is which is just a vehicle to share yourself and to share what it is that you're selling, it becomes really simple. And it is the most direct way to sell. And so really learning and mastering the craft of video is accessible to everyone. And it is the most powerful way to get people to know you like you and trust you, which are the three things that
0: you need in order to sell anything. Mm -hmm. That's so brilliant. I mean, I've personally experienced that a thousand percent. 1,000% mm-hmm. have experienced it. So, I mean, you know, in implementing it in their launch schedules, their launch calendars, that's an option for people when they use their video, mm-hmm, Just mm-hmm. everyday marketing. You know, we talked about consistency and the importance of that. You know, we need to have consistent marketing out there and video can be a part of that plan.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, let me... Um, yeah, go ahead. Would it, help for you, would it help if I broke it down even clearer? Because I know yeah. that... So. hundred oh. percent. One of the ways that it is the most direct way to sell is what I've found is that 90% of the women that I work with, the clients that I serve today, never even went to my website. So that means that they saw me in a video and they told me this. <laughs> they saw me in a video and they messaged me through social media or through email and we got on a call and now they work with me so that's really what i mean by the most direct way
0: to sell wow i mean yeah i actually (laughs) i'm trying to think about the recent purchases that i've made and i'm like did i even go to their website and i'm talking about products and not talking just about services i'm talking about really everything like the way that i purchase things i'm like or you know even i think about you know when i see a video on instagram you know, I'll see yeah. that video, I go straight to the link in bio, go click purchase, like done, boom. Like didn't even really go to the website or look at the about page. Well, you know, those things may be necessary and we, you know, in a, in a way, you know, depending on like the, the goals of that business person, that individual, like I think that video does change the game in that aspect because let's be honest, It's a direct contact with you. It's a direct, like, I see their face. I can feel their energy. Mm -hmm. I know that they're not just a creepy person behind the computer, like, trying to, you know, manipulate the sale. It's Mm -hmm. like, it feels so different. And I think that's why it does have that power. Like, would you agree? Yes like if you feel like you're really good in real life when i say in real life
1: it's like you know you love having conversations with real people and you are so passionate about your business but for some reason there's this this huge jump in your mind when it comes to video i promise you it's just a matter of time you will excel in video because Video is, again, it, yeah, it's like you get to meet this person, like face to face, but you don't have to physically be there. And that really is what we want. Like we want connection. We don't want to read something. We Even if it's a very personal story, it's like, it's not even the time factor. It's like, I want to see your face because as a human being, I'm wired to connect with faces, with with
0: someone else, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. So good. So let's, I want to shift gears and actually talk about viral video, because I think that everyone hears about viral video. We've talked about it before. Um, You know, people are like, how do I leverage video in in a really powerful way? And I know that you've done projects with people and you even offer that as a service for in certain instances to help people create a video that can go viral. And so like, what is this? This like fascinates me personally. Yeah, um, I've done some reading about it. I've like talked to a couple people who are in this space, and I want to know your thoughts on viral videos. What makes a video go viral? What is there a science behind it? Is it totally random? Is it kind of a little bit of both? How does that work? Yeah.
1: Well, it's not totally random. It might be a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I think that's a very freeing thought because if it was random, then we wouldn't be able to reproduce it. Does that make sense? Totally. Yep. So when it comes to a viral video, it really is about understanding the language that you're speaking on the platform that you're speaking. And, you know, I know Gary V talks about this and a lot of his stuff and, you know, Also in the book The Tipping Point, you know, it's all about like this idea of viability, what makes something viral. So I definitely recommend checking out the tipping point. Um, it talks about this bell curve of of how how things and ideas become viral and spread. And it's the same thing when it comes to video, is there's this bell curve, and you know, you want to be right near the tipping point. Mm. Of, of ideas, of, of the way that the masses are shifting. And the way that you can really start to do that is to, to gain more awareness and to do your research on, you know, what it is that, that people are experiencing across the board. And then how does it relate with your brand? Mm-hmm. So when you find that sweet spot, you know that that's the starting point but then when it comes to shifting it into video it's really powerful to not only understand you know how how people want to receive things and and this is a common theme just in like the human experience there's a lot of there's things that the human experience always wants to to be involved with one of them is connection the other thing is everyone understands what it feels like to transform from, from one place to another. When you understand these patterns, not only in the human experience, but universal law, um, you're really able to translate it to video when you understand the platform that it's on and you know how to speak the language. So when I'm talking about this language, it's like, well, Facebook live, when that first came out, everyone's like, oh my God, I have no idea what to do here. It's because no one knew how to speak the language, right? Mm -hmm. Like the platform can teach you and the platform like Instagram or YouTube, like they will always try to teach you. Like they'll be like, you know, those notifications, try this. This is how you do it. But it, it takes that experimenting. It takes that learning the language by actually being active to understand the underlying culture that's going to really allow you to speak that language and it's just like how we speak our own languages right like we learn in school but then there's the cultural things like slang or you know you know the things that we develop in our culture like I say stoked all the time Yeah, yeah <laughs> yep. and I know that when someone says it too or when someone asks me you know what are you stoked about I'm like okay yeah this person is speaks my language so yeah It's the same thing when it comes to viral video, is is understanding the platform that you're on and, and really being able to deliver it. So when it comes to Facebook Live, the language is connection. The language is conversation, instantaneous conversation and engagement. So it's not like a produced video where you're just talking to the camera and not expecting anything back. You must expect a comment back even if there is no one commenting there and this is this is again something that you you develop and you train you train the experience that you're creating for what it is that you really want to happen does
0: that make sense yeah no that's that's so interesting that's fascinating
1: yeah when i when you do facebook lives even if no one's watching and i will i'm just gonna say there are still facebook lives that i do where no one tunes in and i'm Mm -hmm. I'm fine sharing that as a video branding expert because that's the reality of you know where the platform is right now and there's no shame in it. That's the other thing is like a lot of people are like, well, you know, I don't want to start because no one's going to watch me. Well, you know, I've been doing video for 10 years and I've been on Facebook Live for you know several months, almost a year now and there're still videos where no one watches me, but it doesn't mean that that's the end of the story actually 80% of people who watch your videos for Facebook live are going to be replayers. So you want mm-hmm. to
0: acknowledge them if they're, even if they're not there right then and there. Does that make sense? So interesting. Yeah. I love that statistic because I think so many people, you know what a biggest, one of my biggest pet peeves, and this is kind of a rant, but when people get on a Facebook live and they're like, okay, we're going to wait 10 minutes before people jump <laughs> on," Like, wait, what about the, re- the, re- the replay viewers? Like, come on, yeah. don't do that to us. Like I'm out. You know, I don't got 10 minutes to wait around. Um, I know that now you can forward an a Facebook live and an Instagram live, but still like, don't do that to your people. That's very, very fascinating. Yeah. It's, I think, I think that like the more that I learn about it, the more that I'm understanding why certain patterns are the way that they are. And, Mm -hmm. and I, will I, I noticed the same thing with my business, my business and my brand Mm -hmm. I'll do a Facebook live that for some reason that one just blows up. I did one where it was, I did like a rant on a Facebook Mm -hmm, live mm -hmm. and I just talked about like Um, I can't remember. It was was probably a a good two months ago. If people want to go and and find my my rant on Facebook Live, on my Facebook page, they can. But it was like, it got so many views. And then some other ones, for some reason, they just don't. And so I I think it's like looking at those patterns. Am I correct? Like looking at those patterns and seeing, okay, well, maybe this got so much more response because XYZ factor and try and duplicate that again or reproduce Mm -hmm. that again. Mm-hmm.
1: yes yes I mean that's really the best way for for anything Is like it's through analysis because there are definitely structures that I share and best practices that I share but when it comes down to it every video is a new instance and everyone has a different audience so it, it's also not only seeing the different patterns but really knowing your audience you know what time they're going to be tuning in and that's just the first thing but one of the most powerful things that I share when it comes to really mastering video is mm-hmm. empowering and calling your viewers out to self identify themselves. And this mm-hmm. is one thing that will instantly connect you with your ideal viewers right off the bat. So when it comes to this language, because we are talking about, you know, virability and and being able to understand and speak the language of video on these different platforms, you know, you're saying that you're wondering why on Facebook Live, you know, some of your videos got a ton of views and some of them didn't. Sure. There's a lot of factors that go into that. But, you know, one of the things that, that kept me in the, in the beginning from starting Facebook Live is because I was very familiar with YouTube and that language, right? But I knew that I needed to invest in, in Facebook Live because I knew that it was going to be a like a very smart thing for me to know. Sure. Yeah. But the difference. So I want to share with you and and give you this, this insight of like the different language between Facebook and YouTube, because that's probably one of the biggest questions I get from people. Yeah.
0: That's so good.
1: What's the difference between YouTube and Facebook? So if you really think about it in terms of language, you know, it's, it's speaking two different languages. um, And they both are very, very powerful ways to speak. So, when it comes to, but the the beautiful thing is if you know how to create a video that people are gonna watch, it doesn't matter, you know, which language you're speaking. Um, So, when it comes to YouTube, the power of that language is going to be in the search, is gonna be in when someone is out there looking for something specific, right? Because there's a search bar in YouTube and it's also connected to Google. And the power of that is intention, right? Because if someone's searching for something, they, they're they already a warm audience. Does that make sense? Because they're, yes. they have that yeah. intention and they're looking for you. And then it's just a matter of them finding you. So when it comes to the language that you're speaking, you you want to be findable with the with the way that you're titling your videos you want you want to make sure that you have the right tags and the real estate of the thumbnail in youtube i've heard that is so powerful yeah. yeah it's everything it's like when you i remember when youtube first gave that to like people who weren't influencers or whatever, like it was available to everyone. I was like, Oh my God. Yes. Because it was like the biggest gift because yeah, people read titles, but people are so much more visual and it really is this opportunity for you to showcase your video in in that thumbnail. So that's, that's, that's the, the packaging of the video. Um, And then on Facebook Live, since it's not, Facebook is not a searchable platform, there's a search bar, but no one searches in that, um, unless you're, like, looking for a specific person. Um, But for the most part, if you're searching, like, how to do something, like, it's not, you're not really going to do that. It's just not culturally, like, Facebook didn't build that into their platform. So what it, what. The language of Facebook really is, is, and the power of it are these shares, right? Because YouTube doesn't have a share button, people don't share videos um, from YouTube to Facebook. If they do, it's probably not being watched. That's so
0: interesting. I've always wondered that. Like, I hear that all the time. You know, Facebook, YouTube. Should you share your YouTube video to your Facebook page? Is it actually getting watched? Like, what? what, What's the deal with that? Yeah. So. It
1: is a personal decision and I'm going to share my personal decision like really this week. Okay. (laughs) This week I decided that there is no point in me sharing my YouTube videos on Facebook. And that really is my personal decision and where I have like invested my time on both platforms. So in the beginning, you know, you want the most eyes on you wherever possible. So like if you, you know, wanna get your first ten to thirty views, then yeah, share it on Facebook, you know. But for me, I feel like I when I started uploading natively to Facebook, like my YouTube videos, I would upload it natively to Facebook. Uh That got so much more views than if I were to share it. And the other thing is the only way I know, right, is if I go on YouTube and I look at the statistics and, you know, I was getting like 2% 2% of my views or something like that from Facebook. So, okay. So really in hindsight, not
0: that much.
1: Yeah, not that much. Like, And I really saw my videos go farther. And like, I'm all about making my videos work for me instead of me working for my videos because I did that for such a long time. So that's the reason why I want to always share with you like what's going to go the farthest. Because at the end of the day, if you know that you just don't like want to spend that extra minute because it's not just a minute that you're sharing something on Facebook. It, it, the reality of it is like 30 minutes to an hour sometimes, especially in the beginning. Right. Cause you're thinking about what am I going to write with it? And it's like, it was through that journey of like self-awareness, like saying like, wow, I'm really not spending a minute just sharing it. <laughs> and if you are, it's probably not getting traction because you're you, saying, you want to, it's that it, it You want to give that heartfelt share every single time. So if you, you know, when it comes to this, this video and sharing natively for me, I was like, my most heartfelt share right now is to upload this natively. And that's going to inspire me to upload it more instead of sharing my YouTube link and only seeing that it gets 2% on that. Mm -hmm. So I share my YouTube videos through my email list. I think that that's really powerful. Um, I also, you know, like if, if I'm resharing a video one day, um, and it, I, I see that it's not uploaded to you, to Facebook natively, then I'll, up, and then I'll share the YouTube link. But if I do, when I do it like that, I will share the thumbnail image with a link to YouTube because you do want to move them
0: to YouTube.
1: That's really important.
0: So last question I want to ask you is about vlogging. So I've been thinking about getting into vlogging. I have a split personality around it though. One part of me is like, who even cares? People who don't know me, why are they gonna care? Why are they gonna watch? But then I also know I have a lot of people in my audience who want the personal look at my life. They ask me questions like my health stuff, they wanna know more about my skincare routine, how I do my hair. Like these are things that are vlogging content material, but sometimes I get stuck is it really that interesting? So how, how do we approach that? And is it something that is worth doing if you're building a brand, a video brand?
1: Yes. So the funny thing is I've totally had that split personality for years. (laughs) Okay, good. Makes me feel better. (laughs) And I told myself I was just playing around with vlogging, you know, like when I started it two years ago, but It wasn't actually until this year where I was like, oh my God, this is the best decision I've ever made in my life. (laughs) 400%. Mm. And the reason why is because the video landscape and everything that's being consumed online is moving more and more towards real life. And Mm -hmm. it is, people are becoming savvy. They know how people, they know marketing in general, even if they're not a marketer themselves or don't have a business, they understand it because there's so much available to us online. So because they're savvy consumers, they understand like how people are, they, no one wants to be sold to. That's just the bottom line. No one wants to be sold to people. Just when they buy into you and they buy your products, they buy who you are. And the only way to do that is to share who you are. And people are Desiring to know who you are more and more, so when it comes to vlogging, it is this powerful opportunity to not only integrate the things in your life that fuel you into your business, um, like on this new creative level, but it, it gives you an opportunity to really to really become friends with the people who are going to purchase from you. the people who you're going to impact. And to me, like that is, that's one of the most, not only powerful, but heartfelt things that you can do when it comes to video. And vlogging is something that you can absolutely integrate your brand into the content that you have. Um, you know, like, one of the best ways to really get started is to start finding people who you really love their content and, and Mm -hmm. that inspire you to do that. And that really is what like led me down this rabbit hole. And the reason why I've always done blogging, you know, there's, you can create video and build a brand and on, in so many different ways online. You, you don't need to blog like, but what vlogging will bring you is longevity what vlog- vlogging will bring you is a brand and and that's the re- that's how i fell into when i say fell into branding i mean i had been working in branding but you know, I wasn't a brand. I wasn't living a brand when I was working in branding. But what actually allowed me to build this brand is the vlog that I created on YouTube. And it is sharing those personal experiences. It wasn't – I didn't even have a business until this year. Um,
0: so wow, that's so fascinating. But you yeah, had already built the brand because you had been vlogging and using video.
1: Yeah. And, like, it, it was this thing that, you know, like, I was – Constantly being asked, like, how can I work with you, or mm-hmm. is there any way I can like do more with you? Um, that really inspired me. I mean, I'd always wanted to start a business. When I started my YouTube channel, I was like, I'm starting a business, but I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> um, but yeah, vlogging will allow you to build a brand and build it in a way that's super organic, instead of like, you know. A lot of people, when they know, when they have the intention to build a brand, it's like, okay, what can we do? Can we like get a logo, hire, you know, hire a website designer? All these things are, all these things are are ways that our mind creates this external thing that isn't us. And I'm not saying that, you know, a logo isn't you, but it's like, what we really want to do is we want to showcase who we are and what we have to offer so vlogging really allows you to cut all that out and be vulnerable, but also have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really, to me, where the power of vlogging lies. And that's where all of video is going towards. And here's the thing that I want to leave you with right now that is going to empower you and free you from, from this idea too is you're more than likely vlogging right now. You don't even know it. Mm. So, I want you to. I want to invite you to think outside the landscape of vlogging on YouTube. Um, if you're doing Instagram Stories or Snapchat or anything live, that's vlogging,
0: micro vlogging.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's 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 like that's vlogging and. The more you do it, the more comfortable you will, and then you'll be able to, again, speak these different languages on the different platforms. One thing that I share with people is like you can download all of your Instagram stories or Snapchat stories, and you can actually edit that into a video and post it on YouTube. And that is, that's a powerful way to really showcase who you are too. I mean, it's so good. There's all, there's,
0: it's really like how bad do you want it, right? Yeah, that's, and that all folks. How bad do you want it? I love that. I mean, how powerful is that? It's it's the truth because let's be honest. It's not easy. It's not easy to do the video. It's not easy to get on a vlog. It's not easy to open up that part of your life and share it on video, but how bad do you want it? How mm-hmm. bad do you want to impact? How bad do you want to build a brand? How bad do you want to have a really successful business? I mean, how bad do you want to have fun along the yeah, way? Yeah, that too. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love your aspect of fun that you, you pepper in there because I think that people get really hung up on the overwhelm of, oh my gosh, I have to edit this video, film it, blah, blah, blah. But like make it fun. I actually yeah. think in a way too, you're leaving a legacy for future generations to look mm. back and be like, how cool was my grandma? Like she was a blogger. Yes,
1: totally. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. You are definitely leaving a legacy. That's. Awesome. I love it.
0: I love it so much. This has been so so good. This has been so insightful. I hope those who are listening, you guys taken away so many nuggets around, you know, how bad do you want it and just really taking some of these pieces and executing. And if you need the support and guidance, I mean, you know where to find Jasmine. We're going to hook you guys up with her contact in the show notes. So, before we leave of one final one sentence question. If you could tell yourself, give yourself a piece of advice the mm-hmm. Jasmine of 5 years ago. Mm-hmm. What would that single piece of advice be?
1: Mm, you have everything you need right now.
0: <laughs> you have
1: everything right now to rock it and, and, to, and to just go for it. You know, like we question ourselves so much. I know that I questioned myself for such a long time and it was such a surprise to me and it continually is an unfoldment for me that I have everything that I need right now to, to get started and to make it happen.
0: Mm-hmm everything. And so for those of you who are listening, take that. You have everything you need right now. Just go and do it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. This has been such an awesome episode. Thank you so much for hopping on and letting me pick your brain and really sharing your your knowledge and your brilliance with our audience. I know that they're going to love it and I hope that some people are going to go out there and get on video as a result. Yes. Of this episode. That's the goal. That's the goal. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. If you want to leave a review over on iTunes, I would be ever so grateful. You can head over to Unleash the Entrepreneur Podcast on iTunes and let me know, what did you think of this episode? What did you think of the content so far? And what else would you like to hear from us? You can also head over to the blog, blog blog.ericaSheffer.com, to access all the show notes, the links, we're gonna give you contact information for Jasmine and a way for you to find her online. You can follow her, hook up with her and uh, maybe even work with her. So thanks for listening and we will see you guys next time. Bye.